Live from the Keltec Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407 774 8255. 407 774 8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you for joining us again this week. Another lovely week here at uh, Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Hey, let me let me start you with a little list here, a little list of uh, activities, little some extracurricular activities. Let me see if you can't pinpoint them here. Possession of a controlled dangerous substance, malicious destruction of property, second degree assault, fourth degree burglary, trespassing. Possession of controlled dangerous substance. Possession of controlled dangerous substance with intent to distribute. Possession of narcotics with intent to distribute. Possession of a controlled dangerous substance. Illegal gambling. Trespassing. Possession of marijuana. Distribution of narcotics. Unlawful possession of controlled dangerous substance. Second degree assault. Second degree escape. I'm going to hold it there. I'm going to wait right there. Let's see. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's exactly half of the list I'm going to be reading to you. If you don't recognize that list, let me tell you whose list of charges that is. List of charges they've managed to accumulate over seven years. Seven years. Wow, Mike, are you saying there's 18 adult charges attached to this person that they've managed to accumulate in seven years? Yes. Well, yes, I am. Whose list is this, you ask? I'll tell you whose list this is. This is Freddie Gray. Who is Freddie Gray? Freddie Gray is the 25-year-old man who was taken into... Custody by police officers in Baltimore on April 12th for possession of a switchblade. By the way, that charge is not part of the 18 charges, so I guess it'd technically be 19 charges the Baltimore City Police Department had on Mr. Gray over the past seven years since he turned into an adult. Now, we have no idea what the juvenile record is. Of course, he was a juvenile for more than seven years, so eh, you know maybe he was good until he turned 18. I don't know, but those juvenile records are sealed. Uh, what happened to Mr. Freddie Gray? Well, you know, we don't know. Uh, autopsy reports are supposed to be out on, uh, on, on on Friday. So we don't know when they're going to be released. They said they're going to take a little while to, to get the paperwork and clear it up. But one thing we can say is uh, initial reports were that his spinal cord was 80% severed from the neck. Hmm. Uh, it's okay. That's, that's pretty intense. Uh, I can tell you from many, many years in law enforcement, the only time I've ever seen anything like that happen was in major, major automobile collisions. And there was a serious blunt trauma, blunt trauma, like, uh, the, the 40,000 pound 50 foot tractor trailer cut off the top of a, a Chevy S10 pickup truck, that kind of uh, blunt trauma. Did I ever see anything like that happen? It's also been reported. You know, you know, this is this is kind of odd. These little things come come together here. That uh, a few weeks before Mr. Gray was taken into police custody, that he had major neck surgery and spinal cord surgery. That he did have some fusion. He did have some uh, 
some some screws and pins going in there. That you know, listen, I, I'm not going to say that that's 100 uh, percent true yet. I've only seen two stories talking about that, and it's not been 100 percent confirmed. But it's just odd, something odd, throwing it into the fire. So why do I bring up Mr. Gray? Well, I'll tell you why I bring up Mr. Gray because Baltimore is a mess. First off, you, you you threw the Orioles schedule off. The Orioles had to play a home game against the White Sox with nobody there except the fans and the media. So you know who knows what they did to to that to that uh, ballpark and you know that industry. There was they were there Monday night for the game, tried to let them out, and the police said we need everybody to stay in the stands because we can't control what's going on outside. The the, the mayor there in Baltimore, she's oh, listen. If you voted for the mayor in Baltimore. Choke yourself, okay? I'm, that's all. I'm just gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a choke yourself command. She's she has put you where you are to sit back and say, "Well, we're gonna give them space so they can damage things." Is just oh, it's ludicrous. It's it's ridiculous. Let me tell you who the real the real evil one of the week is. She's mm, boy. I I hate even giving out her name. I hate to say her name at all. But Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton couldn't wait. She had to get her name in there. She spoke at length Wednesday about the civil unrest in Baltimore, addressing racial disparities in the criminal justice system, calling for the end to the era of mass incarceration, and laying out her detailed vision for reform during a speech in New York City. Well, how brave of her, first of all, to give a speech about what's going on in Baltimore from New York City. I know, you know, that you don't want to be too close, but you don't want to be too far away, so, you know... Uh, 90 miles is usually a good distance. So good for you, Mayor, or good for you, uh, Madam Clinton, for 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 stepping up in there. Uh, you know some of the other things that she said. Just oh, blood boiling. I, this woman drives me nuts. First off, if you if you're if you're a Clinton supporter, I want you to listen and listen closely. She she finds that the reason this is happening is is well, guess what? It's the Republicans' fault. I don't know if you could believe that or not. She 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 believes that the policies of of the current, or excuse me, the policies of past administrations uh, with 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 sentencing guidelines put too many African Americans in prison. Never mind that, mind you, ninety percent of the crime that's occurring in the city of Baltimore is black on black crime. Uh, the police are wrong because they happen to be taking them to jail and putting them in prison. It's it's wrong. Mm. Boy, she just blood boils. You know what? One of her, one of her problem solutions for this was to give every police officer, every police officer, a body camera in every jurisdiction across the country. And I quote: "This will improve transparency and accountability." All right, Miss Clinton, were you wearing a body camera when Benghazi happened? Because we'd love some transparency and accountability there. You know, I'll. I'll I, I, I know, I know. Don't point at me. Oh, oh. Don't point She's, at me. You know, transparency and accountability. She, you know, but but we don't, we can't get anything out of her over Benghazi because Kevin. It doesn't make any difference. What difference does it make? It's happened. It's over with. Uh, you know, and she, you know what else gets me? She did this from. Uh, she gave her speech from the Dinkins Forum, Dinkins and Forum in Columbia University up in uh, Manhattan. And if anybody remembers Mayor Dinkins in New York, he was about about a worthless pile also. He he was he was horrible. He was pre Giuliani. He was uh, post Ed Koch, and 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 he was one of the ones that pretty much turned his back on 
all of the nuisance crime that was going on. And when Giuliani came in, he had to he spent the majority of his eight years cleaning up and having the police department clean up those those nuisance crimes because Dinkins was was of the same mind that Clinton is. What difference does it make? What give him some checks? If you give him a check, you know what you get? You get their vote. Give them the checks. Give them some. Give them some handouts, and we'll get their votes. Meanwhile, Tammany Hall, Baltimore is in a shambles. Baltimore, they're playing the Rays this weekend in Tampa. They had to move. They had to move a whole three-game series of baseball. You know, last time they moved a three-game series of baseball, it was it was it was hurricanes. It was it was storms. It was it was World War Two. It was uh, no, it was the. Earthquake in California. Earthquake in California. Well, they just they just uh, paused it there. They paused we, it. They we, went, we went back ten days later. Okay. Uh, so horrible, horrible what's going on in Pennsylvania, excuse me, in Baltimore. And, and I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you who's responsible for each one of these for, for this incident going on in Baltimore. All of Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time, every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Jonah, how are you doing? Good long break there. Yep, doing good. There doing good. Go. Yeah, 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 a little time to do some stretches. Got yeah, some stretching. Yeah. You know, I'm a little, little, little stiff neck, back, mm-hmm. shoulder area. I'm trying to, trying to get the old, uh, still rehab, get the old swell back on in, in, in the rehab there. <laughs> so, we're, we're making it work. We're making it work. Got to keep the old 180 not, pounds of radio steel and sex appeal going. Not me, buddy. I had another <laughs> injection in my spine, and I am not working out until I feel like a normal human being again. That is the, and I've had clients do this, and and they've told me, I don't feel the same kind of pain. I feel a different kind of pain. Okay, now I get it. I get it. It's not, it's just different. It's just different. You walk Mm. around very tentative. You're very like, Mm. okay, I don't want to step down too hard. (laughs) I want to tread lightly. I don't want to twist real fast because it it stops hurting. You know, the the shot makes it quit. Mm, Okay. But it. It wears off like so. You're fast. Af- you're afraid you might hurt yourself and not even realize it. Right. Oh, we could take care of that for you. Yeah, I know you'll hurt me, and I'll know, and I'll know that because I'll see the bone sticking out through the skin. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you know what? That's funny because I, I broke my wrist many years ago, and it didn't set right, and so I had to go to the doctor, and the doctor X-rayed it, and he took the cast off, and he's looking at it, and he he says, "What are you doing this afternoon?" And and I said, "Well, I, I really don't have anything planned," and he. Jumps up and he looks out the window and he goes, what? And I, and I turned to look at what he was looking at, and he rebroke my wrist. <laughs> and, and he said, well, I did. And I'm look, like, and he's on the other side of the room. on this is a little cart Squirrel. with a wheel on it. He's gone. And I'm like, ah, what did you do? He said, well, I need to re-break it. And yeah, I was going to have to sedate you, but you've got to go somewhere. So I didn't want to sedate you, so I just broke it. <laughs> I get back to my office, and I got a new cast on, and they asked me what happened. And I told them, and they went, do you know how much money you would have made if you would have given us all an opportunity to bid on a chance uh-huh. to break your arm? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like... Love you guys, too. That's uh-huh. really sweet. Yeah. The Second Amendment Foundation's lawsuit challenged in New York, Carolina, barring concealed carry of weapons for legal residents. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to take a look at this. This one of them uh, legalese. Uh, VC? VC at Al versus uh, Wilkins Jr. The U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of North Carolina. Second Amendment Foundation filed a lawsuit in federal district court in North Carolina on behalf of an Australian citizen. Australia, put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. All right? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Good day, uh, mate. Good day, mate. Australian citizen who legal, legally resides in the state but cannot obtain a concealed carry permit under a state law that only allows citizens to get such permits. Now, that's weird. He could he could purchase the firearm. And he can carry it concealed on his own property. But he couldn't get a concealed weapons permit because there's state law. Right. Okay. The plaintiff, uh, Felicity M. Todd V.C., lives with her family in Butner, 
where she has resided since 2004. Prior to that, she lived in neighboring Durham County. She has a per, she has a permanent resident visa and once worked at the Australian Embassy in Washington, D.C. All right. I guess she liked it here. Is permanent resident visa not the same as citizenship? A permanent no. resident visa okay. is not the same as citizenship, no. Okay. Um, she has the ability to live here. Who knows? I don't know why she's not a why she's not a citizen. Uh, I, maybe Australia is one of them countries that doesn't allow dual citizenship. I don't just don't know. You might have to give up your Australian citizenship yeah, to, become to become a U.S. citizen. A US citizen and she might not want to. She right. may have. Okay. There may be certain ties that she has to that country, and she wants to travel internationally, which she may still do. It's usually safer to travel on an Australian passport than it is a U.S. passport. And to travel on Qantas. At, hey, safest airline in the world. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Never had a crash. Don't jinx them. Felicity is a longtime resident of the community, noted uh, Second Amendment founder and executive vice president, Alan Gottlieb, friend of the program. And she can legally possess a concealed firearm in North Carolina, but only on her property as the law now stands. We're challenging that just as we have challenged similar laws in New Mexico, Washington, Arkansas, and elsewhere. Named as a defendant in the lawsuit is Granville County Sheriff Brindle B. Wilkins, Jr. Now, that's a that's a North Carolina sheriff's and, and, name know, right and, there. And he, he, you know what he's thinking? I, I didn't do this. Yeah. Why are you picking on yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. That, that Brindle B. Wilkins. That's like, you know, Roscoe P. Coltrane. That's just, <laughs> that just says... I'm a sheriff in the South. Man, you got uh-huh. some nerve. You're going to have to drive through this part of the country sometime. He's going to remember your tag number. Hey, I pulled some info on the dual citizenship, if y'all are interested. Sure. Uh, in 2004, uh, the laws of Australia were amended. Uh, prior to that, I'm sorry, it was April 2002, April 4th, 2002. Uh, if you became a citizen of another country, you automatically lost your Australian citizenship. Okay. They have so since gone ahead and amended that, and now you can be a dual citizen. And if this person was residing in the United States since at least 2004, that would explain why she's not. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So we understand that part of it. Uh, Let's see. um, Lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for Eastern District of North Carolina, Western Division. What? It's federal jurisdiction. Don't even try to figure that yeah, math out. Don't even North try anymore. Coast. Just look at the picture of where it is. <laughs> it's the Eastern District of the Western Division. You're a scout. Move don't on. try to use those skills Move to figure on. this part out. Move Nod on. and smile. Keep going. Sir, yes, sir. Although we've won similar cases in other states, Gottlieb said, we seem keep finding such laws on the books and we have to challenge them. Felicity has set down roots in North Carolina where she lives with her husband and stepson. Her rights under the Second Amendment are being violated. You know, and I just want to point out again, isn't it wonderful that it doesn't matter if you're a citizen of this country, doesn't matter if you're uh, a legal resident of this country, it doesn't matter if you're here illegally, but once you're in this country, you have the same rights uh, afforded to you as those of us that were, were born here. Yeah, that didn't always work that way. That, that's true. I, That's true. I do remember in the early 80s, not so much. You you didn't have the right to an attorney. You didn't have a lot of the rights that you are now enforceable under the Constitution until some... Now, you're speaking some, of illegals. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. If not you, just visitors here on a no, no. work visa or a passport. If you were or, not yeah. in this country legally... Legally, correct. The Constitution's protections did not necessarily apply to you, but after the boat lift... Uh, that tended to get changed by some proactive legislators. 
Correct. And now, and not to get off topic, but now known as the the wet foot, dry foot. Correct. Uh, policy, depending on which which country it's from. If uh, and even those interpretations are a little strange. Where, where's wet foot? Where's dry foot? If one of your feet are on the sand but underwater, you're still good. Yes. If you're on the pillar for one of the bridges, uh, but not touching the land. They may say, nope, you didn't make it. You didn't make it. Yeah. So yeah. You're hanging on to a dock pilot, piling, trying not to drown. Yes. Oh, you're still in the ocean. Yes. Uh, getting back on topic, second, and it was my fault. I'm not looking at mm-hmm. Kevin like it was his fault. I went there. I went Herd there. You, you love it, a, a, a good ooh, shiny. I, I went there. We went there. It was good. We, well, we hung out in that part of the world there in that particular decade. Yes. That, you know, from 75 to 83 you know, South Florida. I visited once. Yeah. Or twice. Not when not the same place as we were. No, no, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure not. I remember getting off the interstate in Liberty City going, Why is everything on fire? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Baltimore two thousand fifteen? Oh, what, too soon? Too yeah, soon? Too soon. Uh, too soon. Uh, too soon. No, too soon. Maybe a little bit. No. Uh, Second Amendment Foundation's lawsuit seeks to establish that the recognition and incorporation of the Second Amendment and the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause renders North Carolina's ban on non-citizens obtaining a concealed carry license unconstitutional. As the plaintiffs only seek to be treated the same as law-abiding citizens, the Second and 14th Amendments render a ban such as that challenged in this action impermissible. Okay, Alec, one minute. What's the 14th Amendment? 14th Amendment is the Equal Protection Clause. It is the... Uh, amendment that brings the federal constitution to the states. So, Thank you. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I had more, but okay. Uh, no, it's okay. S- Same-sex marriage all yeah. hinges on the 14th Amendment. Yes. Yes, many many of the first 10 amendments were uh, were, were very up in the air. They're still up in the air today in, in a lot of fights, yep. depending on the uh, the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. That's right. So Now, I have a riddle for you. Reciprocity for concealed weapons permits. Yeah, yeah. Would there be reciprocity in Australia if her carrier concealed weapon in Australia? Uh, I would say no, <laughs> since we're, we're talking about international uh, borders and boundaries. Well, and then I think, doesn't Australia have one of the higher rates of gun control? It, it, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the highest. Yeah. Like no guns? Uh, yeah, they yeah got, pretty much. They got sucked in pretty bad, pretty mm-hmm. hard. They got sucked in with the, uh, listen, we're just going to take these military styles that you don't need. Exactly. Okay, listen, now we're just going to take these handguns. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. We understand that everybody here has been a been a hunter and been a survivalist forever mm-hmm. and ever, and we're going to leave those to you. But, oh, listen, now we're not going to take your hunting rifles, but we are going to take your military-style sniper rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean my hunting rifle? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, so... They're out there now fighting, you know, kangaroos and I, yeah, with sticks I, and stuff. You know, I think I ownership is still legal, but you've got to be a membership, have membership to a shooting club, and you have to leave the firearm at the club. You, even though it's yours, you can't take it home. You got to leave it there. You know, lock I buy it a up. house next to the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, which is because if, if you ever if you ever pissed off a koala bear, you. <laughs> They you got need, sharp claws. Yeah, you need some. You they're, need some, they're cute and cuddly, but they got sharp you, claws. You need some belt fed. You need some. I mean, they, they will come at you like you wouldn't believe. Come at you like a spider monkey. That's it. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. 
With SRN News, I'm Wally Hines in Washington. As demonstrators pour into Baltimore streets, Maryland's governor is urging them to keep things peaceful. And so far this afternoon, they are. Governor Larry Hogan says the right to demonstrate is a fundamental part of our society, but damaging property or putting innocent bystanders in danger won't be tolerated. Violence, of course, erupted in Baltimore Monday after the funeral of Freddie Gray, who died after being injured in police custody. The U.S. military says it's looking into an activist group's claim that at least 52 civilians were killed in U.S.-led airstrikes near the Syrian border town of Kobani. The strikes happened Thursday and Friday as the coalition targeted the Islamic State extremist group. Congratulations pouring in from around the world following the birth of a British princess. The eight-pound, three-ounce girl was born today to Prince William and his wife, Kate, the Duchess of Cambridge. No name announced yet. More details at srnnews.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years this is no ordinary shotgun Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Again, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Let me finish this list for you. Possession of a controlled dangerous substance with intent to distribute unlawful possession of a controlled dangerous substance, violation of probation. Possession of a controlled dangerous substance, possession with intent to distribute. Unlawful possession of a controlled dangerous substance. Possession of controlled dangerous substance with intent to manufacture and distribute. Unlawful possession of a controlled dangerous substance, possession of a controlled dangerous substance, possession of controlled dangerous substance, intent to distribute, possession of marijuana, violation of probation, false statement to peace officer, unlawful possession of controlled dangerous substance, possession of controlled dangerous substance with intent to distribute, unlawful possession of a controlled dangerous substance, two counts. That is Mr. Freddie Gray. That is what people in Baltimore are fighting about. You're, you're fighting about a 25-year-old who was on the street recently after having neck surgery, and then he gets caught by the police, and he gets for having a switchblade in his pocket. This is who we're fighting for. You're not fighting for anybody. You're looking for excuses to go out and uh, and commit mayhem. You know, sit yourselves down, find yourselves a little personal responsibility, and try and become an adult for a change. Joining us today for the program are my regular cast of characters. On my right, my right hand man, the great 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back to the program. His name is Earl. Doctor Corporate Approved Memos. Workshop. How are you doing today, Earl? Doing good. It's gonna be kind of hard to follow that up. <laughs> well, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's uh, let's bring the rest of the, uh, the 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 crack staff in here, and we'll uh, and we'll have them. Uh, we have a crack staff. Well, we do have a crack staff. Well, cracked. Staff, okay, I think okay, would be, would be more, that's more the walking stick that yeah. Kevin uses. The correct staff, yes, uh-huh, yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin, joining me also today is the legal ninja himself, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And it's the crunchy ninja. Yeah. <laughs> the, the crunchy I can't ninja. Pick up on anybody anymore. I make too much noise when I walk. On account of my cracked staff. <laughs> Now, that would be your crack staff, making the cracked staff joke. If my, my staff is cracking jokes. Cracking yeah. jokes. Cracking wise, these ones over here. Yeah. Forget uh, I am being a smart aleck. Still <laughs> sitting directly across from me, the samurai sidekick, the smart Alec Weber. <laughs> oh, it's always great to be here. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Gentlemen, you've been watching what's going on this week up in Baltimore. Uh, you, you know, your thoughts? You yeah, know? I, Am I, I the only I, one here? No, you're, you're not the only one here. But i got to tell you, there are some adults who have taken responsibility for the behavior of their children. And I saw one of them on the news. Oh, that mom. And Ooh. she beat the far out of that young and told him to get his <laughs> backside back to the house. She was going to take absolutely no lip from him whatsoever. Go home. You know what? And that was a mother. It was with a child. That's so a you mom. know this. That is a. That is what. That is a. It takes a family, to raise a child, right? Right. Yeah. Not, 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 a, not, village. A, not, not a village. Not a village. No, not a village. Because no, we no. saw what the village was doing. Uh huh. The, the village, village decided crazy. To, were, to go crazy together. At the YMCA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we saw what the village happens. We saw what happens with the village, but, Kevin, you're exactly right. It takes a mother, to raise the child. It takes the family to raise the child. Hey. And she put a whooping on that boy. She did. You know what? And I'll bet you she's just about old enough to remember when she was maybe a little bit younger than him when they burned Baltimore last time. And there's still places they haven't rebuilt yet. 
I mean, it's taken 40 years yeah, yeah. to put that place back together, even some. I can't even imagine how long it's going to take. But, well, I can't imagine that it would take under normal circumstances. I expect they're going to get FEMA funds to rebuild at this time. Oh, of course they will. They'll get, they'll get federal funds from the president. Uh, because it, we all know it's not those individuals' faults. No, because that, you know that what? They burnt that place it, down. It, it was the fire. Mm-hmm. The fire's fault. Fire. Well, the, a gun started it. A wandering homeless gun was out on the street, unattended, and it <laughs> set the fire. Yep. It yep. was from New York. It, it was, was a wandering, wandering homeless New York gun. gun. From, wandering homeless from New York from gun. Buffalo. Came down. That set the fire. Came down. Yeah, ex- exactly right. There was a. Uh, Brand new senior center, I believe it was the state of the, the city built there. 12, they weren't finished yet. It was under construction. Okay, twelve million dollars worth of worth of project already going. Beautiful, trying to bring that part of uh, uh, was it west western Baltimore back? Yes, back? western northwestern. Okay, and and poof, gone. Lit, torched it, torched it. You know because that's because my goodness, look what they did to Freddie Gray. I need to torch the senior center. Mm-hmm. So. It's 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 uh, it's weird, hey, you know. And you know, I, I appreciate the fact that something terrible happened to, to Mr. Gray. I am yes. sorry that something happened to him, but hey, let's burn down our own city in response to the fact that something happened to Mr. Gray. That's you know what? That's like my toilet backed up, so I'm going to set fire to my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that listen, doesn't make any sense. If if they find after this investigation that. Uh, you know, a, a a rogue police officer took a tire iron and hit Mr. Gray in the back of the neck. Or, or yeah, you, know, you know, let's I'll show him to the chair. Yeah. A rear naked choke. Somebody did something to him. You know what? Right. They need to be prosecuted. Yeah. yeah. You know, but all we have here is the 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 unfortunate. Any, now, any death is a tragedy, uh, but we have an unfortunate death of a of a juvenile who, uh, or excuse me, of a 25 year old. Who was acting like a juvenile and and decided to get attract the police's attention? You, you know how Earl? I, I know you get this. You get this. How, how do you how do you stay away from the police? How do you keep the police out of your business? Mm, don't break the law. Don't break the law. If you don't break the law, you don't have to worry about the police all up in your business. Now I listen, tell people this all the time. But that's good for business. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes us it makes a living for us. But I tell people that I, I you know they'll come to me. And go, hey, I'm I'm, I'm on probation. How do I not violate probation? Because I, I violate probation, and, and you got me back on probation. What do I do not to violate probation? Go to work and go and, home. And, and I say, don't leave your house except to go to your job. Well, that's no fun. You're on probation. You're not supposed to have any fun. That's why it's called probation. They, they would rename it to fun if you were supposed to be having fun. You're not supposed to be having fun. You're paying a penance for what you did. Yeah, just ridiculous. Hey, hey, Earl, how can the good people get a hold of us here at Arms Room Radio? Oh, there are several different ways. They can give us a call directly here into the Caltech Studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a instant message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroom. They can send us a tweet on Twitter at Arms Room Radio, and all of this is listed on armsroomradio.com. So join us there. There's a hundred different ways. Well, not a hundred. Six. Six, right? Five, four, no, four, three, four, 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 four plus uh, smoke signal. 
If you're in Baltimore, send us a smoke signal. <laughs> express. And we will, That's not funny. We will, what? Do, do you know Morse code? They're, they're sending smoke signals from the senior center now. <laughs> Listen, I have to let you know that it wasn't Mr. Gray's fault. I did some research on this. I found this report. Uh, somebody was trying to say that Mr. Gray had a cash reward coming him coming to him from the uh, from the auto accident that caused his neck injury, and that's still in dispute. We're not sure if that's a true story or not. But what they were able to turn out is that him and his sister were uh, did receive a payout from a few years back for lead poisoning. Evidently, the house they grew up in. Uh, had lead in it. I'm sure it was a uh, the reason they were able to get the get the money is because it was a government home they were living in. So they had the government pay the money for it. But as children, him and his sisters were found to have damaging lead levels in their blood, which led to educational, behavioral, and medical problems. So you have to understand it wasn't his fault. No, he'd been poisoned. The lead made him do it. The lead okay. made him do it. We have a caller on the air, uh, Bruce. How are you doing hey. today, sir? What can we do for you? Hey guys, I gotta tell you, um, I had a, a, a little bit of a kind of a, a Facebook uh, uh, back and forth with a friend of mine who had posted uh, the criminal record of Mr. Gray, and I, none of that is in dispute. And I, and I heard you posting it and talking about his criminal background and everything. And you know, hey, it just it, it, it's the old adage: if you're in trouble with the cops, you know, they arrest you. Don't resist. Take the ride. We don't know what happened to his neck. But the thing is, is this. The folks who were rioting and burning and, and trashing police cars and trashing neighborhoods and looting, I would be willing to bet you 99% of them, one, don't know what it's like to be responsible to wake up in the morning and be thankful that they're seeing another day. Two, that they don't have a job to go to. Or if they do, it's not something that's a career and it's, it's some dead-end job. They're not responsible people. So you talked about the fact that FEMA funds are going to go to replace these buildings and, and, and to clean up this damage. You know, there were a lot of people who had poured their hearts and souls into those businesses and those buildings in that community. And it's not their fault that, you know, these other idiots came in and ransacked everything and, and destroyed it. So I, I'm very angry about what's going on in Baltimore. I'm angry at the stupidity of the crowds. And here's another thing to keep in mind. More than likely... Most of those people who were rioting and destroying things don't even know who Gray was and wouldn't have stopped to help him up if he had fallen right in front of them. Yeah, yeah you're right. Absolutely not. And then, they're, they're opportunists. They're self-centered. They're sociopaths. They're thieves. And they deserve whatever they have coming to them. Yeah. And if they, can, if they can do what they did in the Rodney King incident in California and do facial recognition and find some of these people and punish them... This is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Biffalo Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Thank you. It's good, good to have you back. One more segment. One, one more segment. Hey, uh, well, how long have we been back for NRA now? I've been with NRA show was uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, three, three weekends ago, three weekends, three, ago. Three, 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 week, three weekends ago. We all got to have a wonderful time, Alec. I know you were at the uh, the 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 stay uh, married seminar. That's right. Uh, with the wife, so <laughs> I like that. That was stay married good. seminar. <laughs> the survive the next weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, Alec had a wonderful time. At another convention that he'd uh, previously uh, was engaged his appearance at. That's right. Dressed uh, as an attorney. As dressed as an attorney. Right. Yes, he was. I got a shirt that says, I lie 95% of the time in my profession. There, there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> it is. It's, perfect. it's amazing. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
But you're just funny. you're just feeding the stereotype, yeah, aren't funny. you? Well, no, no, it's a it's a marketing tool. I've, oh, people okay. comment on the shirt, and I say, well, it's true. I'm a lawyer, and I give out cards. Well, <laughs> there I, you I, go. I, had, I had actually had somebody give me a shirt that says, "A good lawyer knows the law. A great lawyer knows the judge." There you go. <laughs> it was in a little box that was left for me, and it wasn't signed. It just had some initials. That matches somebody who recently became a judge. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ah, but I can't <laughs> confirm or deny that's him because he didn't sign it, or she didn't sign it. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. See the way I did that? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. There you go. Mm-hmm. The Nashville Convention uh, was the NRA's second biggest ever. Uh, NRA Association expected 70,000, 70,000 attendees for its annual convention in Nashville three weeks ago. But those projections weren't high enough. No. Nope. Weren't high enough. Weren't high enough. The all right, hold on. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys some questions here. Um Earl, it was they had expected seventy thousand, but they got seventy eight thousand. Seventy eight thousand eight hundred and sixty five people over the course of the three day event, the yes. NRA organizers say. You know, I can't I gotta, I gotta say it was more. We were there, Earl. You were there. As they felt like that much just on Saturday. Yeah, just on just on Saturday. You know, you know how I know it was more because uh, I had to stand in line to yeah, go to the bathroom. Yeah, they're exactly. I was in line behind seventy eight thousand eight hundred and sixty four of them uh, when it was time to go to the bathroom. So, they, uh, now there were nice bathrooms, but they were. You know, oh, yeah. you know how when you go to like a sporting event, it's girl boy, girl boy, girl boy. You know, there's the girls' bathroom, then the boys' bathroom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, not so much there. This no, was just kind of like they, uh, they kind of. Pull together. Okay, here's here's two sections of win, women's restrooms, and then a hundred yards away, there's two more sections of men's bathrooms. Yeah. And but I will say this much: there were far more accommodations in the form of restrooms at the NRA convention than there are at Shot Show. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> well, yeah. you know, Shot Show is so large that they need to put restrooms where the where the booths are. You know, they, yeah. they need to, they need to put some around portal lights in the middle of that idea. place. Because yeah. that place is just a I got to go to the bathroom. All right, I'll be back in two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the nice thing about uh, NRA was the size was, was just right. Yeah. You know, the first day you really <laughs> it was, could. It was the middle bear's bed. Yeah. yeah it was. The, 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 the first day you could just see what you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You did the quick mm-hmm. run around. Yep, yep. And then you spent the next two days going back to what you really wanted to see. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so There was another interesting aspect of the NRA convention that isn't available at the SHOT Show. You could buy the stuff yeah. that was oh, yeah. in the displays yeah. at the NRA convention. Yeah. They, they sell it to the public. The public mm-hmm. is available. It's an it's a public open event. Well, that's that's what was great about this. Did you notice the families? Kids. The yeah. kids. Oh, yeah. The families yeah. that were there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was really wonderful. Every time you turned around and you look, it was... It was husband, wife, family. It was it was an educational process. Yep. It was the, the the husband showing the wife something, or the wife showing the husband something. The you know the the kid getting directions or getting instruction on a, on a on a product, some oh, yeah. adult product, some made for for just yep. the kids. Da- dad showing the the child how to hold. Yeah, little twenty two cricket rifle or, yeah, or something exactly, in there. Yeah, exactly. That made, that made you feel good knowing that okay we've you know hopefully in another ten years we'll still be able to go to the NRA show and we're going to see them. By themselves, maybe without mom and dad, or or in addition yeah. to, or or I'll be with my grandchildren. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, 
Hint, hint there, Alex. Smack. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 78,865 over the course of the three-day event. That's good for the second highest attendance over the 144-year-old event. Wow. Uh, figures also surpassed attendance numbers for last year's convention in Indianapolis. Uh, NRA visitors packed Music City Center in what easily marks as the most attended event for the two-year-old $623 million municipal finance, million-dollar municipal finance center. Uh, I got to say, the facility was wonderful. Oh, yeah. It was We're a little weird us. figuring out. You know, I, we've been to convention centers in Everything Las Vegas. Everything was on the third floor. Yeah, we've been to convention yeah. centers in, yeah. in, 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 in Orlando, the two biggest convention centers in, in the country. And we went to this one, which wasn't nearly as large, but as it was nice. Said, it was on the third floor. Yeah, everything. You know, the the main convention hall. Main floor was third floor. Were there other conventions on the second and the first floor? No, yeah. it was more like you know go to the class the classes they were yeah. giving or the registration area, uh, the food vending area, rooms or something yeah. like that. Yeah, if there was, there needs to be a lot of parking. Yeah, there there were a lot of them, and they were lo- and they were capable of being quite expansive, but it was it was set up as halls on the first and second floor, but the third floor was, you know, the grand room. That was that was the big hall. They weren't smaller venues. And right. I suppose they could be divided into it, but it was set up to be. And I, I'm wondering if it has something to do with the fact that it's kind of mountainous there, and maybe there's an access to drive everything in that we didn't yeah, see. Yeah, that's what I, it was what on I was the back side of, of the building. That maybe it's, you know, being a Florida boy, it's, I'm used to. We, we we don't have the the strong uh, earth to build high. So we, if we're you know weight and stuff like that, it's on the ground floor. Yeah. But in Tennessee, maybe there's there's hills and you know you go a foot and there's rock, so they can build things differently. But yeah, that that really threw it, me. It, it was a very nice facility, it really was. Next year's convention in 2016 is set in Louisville, Louisville, wonderful place. I uh, was stationed outside of Louisville, right there in Fort Knox for for quite a length of time. So I know Louisville. In fact, Kevin, I've already gotten our rooms reserved for next year and just so uh just so there's nothing unusual i got them about 30 miles away there were the rooms <laughs> yeah, from, from the convention hall that that way we, we, we can drive through the traffic them. every morning yeah and, and well I, I would not act if yeah. we didn't have to drive through the traffic <laughs> well i'm getting there immediately i, 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 I sleep what? while you drive through the traffic <laughs> The only city that attracted more visitors than Nashville to its NRA convention was Houston, which was in 2013, and there they had 86,228. Yeah, again, I'm not sure how they, they registered the people at the door coming through. There was Everybody had a badge, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of people I saw that, that never entered the hall that were in the facility. Uh, there, was, there, was a, there was a lot of them there. Um, there were, you know, and it was just... Uh, Vendors, a lot of vendors that were there, mm-hmm. people handing out flyers, the, mm-hmm. the locals that were working. So I don't know if those were included in there because uh, I, I'd bet to say that it did go over the 78,000. Uh, let's see some uh, past, uh, past locations. Charlotte, North Carolina in 2010 at 72. Then we had 71 in Pittsburgh, 73 in St. Louis. So we all stay right about the same. Everywhere is between between seventy one thousand and eighty six thousand over the past. I, I want to see hundred thousand people years. next year. Hundred thousand yeah. people next year. In Louisville? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if they're doing it where I think they're doing it, it'll be that big. They do a uh, they do a gun show up there in Louisville that we went to when uh, when I was stationed at Fort Knox. That it was 
It was a gun show, and it was open three, four days, and you, and you never saw all of it. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. It was. It was a weekday, weekend. Man, kind I of hope place. that's the same weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking it's going to be the same facility. facility. Yeah, it's it's a it's a huge place, and it was. Um, Maybe it's on an, an adjoining weekend. We can yeah. hope. Yeah, per, perhaps, perhaps, close, maybe, close maybe it will be. Um, the uh, if you if you recall when we were up there, guys, we talked about the uh, the crazy moms. Yes, that, that demand everything and get nothing. Well, I, well, we did. They they had a little get together. Mm-hmm. Their their uh, estimate uh, was uh, four hundred people. They wanted four hundred people. <laughs> they wanted four hundred people for their rally, and the estimates have come out for their no, numbers. It's nine. Well, they say it was one hundred and forty. Although looking at the pictures. I think you're closer, Kevin. I think it was mine. I think you're, and, the, and three the of them were the TV crews and the cameraman yes. yeah. and the newscaster. Yeah. And uh, this this is what they were there protesting, by the way. They were protesting not only the NRA convention, but that Governor Haslam was signing a bill to allow guns in all Tennessee parks. Uh, he is a Republican governor, and he signed a bill to strip local governments of power to bar people with handgun carry permits from being armed in parks, playgrounds, and sports fields. Also known as a preemption, preemption law. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He signed a preemption law, making that the state law uh, concerning firearms the only law. Uh, uh, did you hear him talk about that? I did, and n- and it was he was quite interesting. He he said, "We're going to try this, and if it doesn't work, we won't go back and look at it." But I don't see any reason why it won't work because criminals don't carry guns legally in parks, and if they're a criminal and they get caught with a gun. We'll prosecute them, right? Because they're a criminal with a gun. Yeah. Not because they're in a park with a gun. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and finally, you know, a uh, a politician with some common sense. At well, least, you know what? At least on the gun topic. Well, just a little bit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, they they start to make sense, and then they say something stupid. Yeah. 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 We want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but we're gonna watch him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to us here at the Arms Room Radio Show. Uh, we will be back to you at the top of the hour. Please remember to always. Exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you at the top of the hour. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to talk to you about all things gun, all the gun time. Joining us today, a little, little recap, little recap, who we got sitting in the room with us. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Hey, hey. He's so gangster looking. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He is. Uh, and by 10 o'clock position, joining me once again is the courtroom assassin himself, the legal ninja. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And to his left, my front, is the samurai sidekick. Please welcome back Mr. Alec Weber. 
good to be back. Good break, guys. Have a good break, good stretch. Get it all right. right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Kevin, we were talking on the break, and that's usually where the, the, the best parts of radio happen. And let's let's bring it into the room now. We were talking about on the break about some responsibilities of gun ownership. Right. It, it, you, you stopped me in the middle of my sentence. When you're a gun owner, and especially if you're a concealed firearms carrier, you must remember that you are going to have to be held to a higher standard than a regular citizen. How so? You've got to be more responsible. You've got to be more diligent. You've got to be more aware. You, you are responsible for everything that firearm does, either on purpose or by accident. Right. Now, you're not saying go out and be the police because no. that's not what being a concealed weapons no. holder is. No. Your responsibility is to defend yourself and your family. Now, you may elect to, to extend that umbrella, but you do so at your own peril. Because if you extend that umbrella and you decide to act on behalf of a third party that you don't know, you may be picking the wrong person in that equation. So you've you've got to temper that with the circumstances. Right. And and it's almost always circumstance-driven. But I had something come up Monday that just proves to me that sometimes, even though you, you are capable legally, of purchasing a firearm and financially of of acquiring a firearm and legally able to acquire a firearm and even a class three item that sometimes some people don't have the requisite emotional maturity to be a firearms owner. If you have a habit of losing your temper and one of the ways you like to demonstrate your anger is to shoot up your furniture. And, and by just, shoot, you mean use a gun and shoot. Shoot your furniture. If you get mad at Fox News and shoot your flat screen, if you... That could get expensive. You, uh, yeah. If, if, In more ways than one. Brother, you ain't kidding. <laughs> if you um, are trying to demonstrate to, say, your spouse that... They need to start paying attention and doing what you say by shooting through the seat they normally sit in out the passenger door of the car to demonstrate how easy it would be to use that firearm to persuade them to behave themselves in the future. You are going to get to meet me, but I'm going to be representing the spouse. Now, I am a gun guy, and I spend a lot of my time in my legal practice helping people acquire firearms that can't be acquired through normal processes. Class 3 items, antiques, very limited items. Uh, I've participated in the acquisition and assembly of weapon systems, the likes of which have not been seen on this planet in years. Uh, You will find that I am an advocate for gun ownership, but I am as rabid an advocate for you losing those rights if you have exercised them irresponsibly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the things that I will f- tell you is is something that has happened not only on Monday, but in the past and other cases. If I represent a party in an action where the firearms are going to have to be surrendered to law enforcement. 
most of the judges in the surrounding counties will give them to me. Because you offer something unique because of your understanding of the Second Amendment and firearms. I do. That most attorneys and, uh, and firms don't, don't do. I can take possession of your firearms as a court officer, and I can hold them. Now, there's an upside to my client, and a downside to you is the other side. Uh, the downside to you is the other side is you're going to have to convince me to give them back to you, and you're going to have to do that through a court order. And if I've gotten them, you've done something to warrant their being removed from your possession. Right. Um, and if I'm not advocating your position, and I'm advocating the position of your spouse, odds are I'm probably going to argue that those are marital property, and I'm going to go ahead and ask the court to let me dispose of them and give your spouse half of the proceeds. Um, I'm also probably going to tell the court that as the gun guy, and these judges know me, you shouldn't have a firearm. And when I say that about you, they listen. <laughs> you shouldn't have a firearm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When when Maxwell says that guy don't have to have a, shouldn't have a gun, that's loud, baby. That's 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 louder than the state attorney saying you're guilty of a crime, right? That that's very loud. So here's an idea. Don't threaten your spouse or your children with a firearm. Don't point it at them and then tell them, you know, remember it was unloaded. But then remind them the first rule of the NRA is that all firearms are loaded. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, uh, right. You, you don't do that because if you play stupid games, I win stupid prizes. Yeah. Uh, I, I took possession or I'm about to take possession of about $25,000 of somebody's guns because they didn't act like a responsible gun owner. You've, you've got to be responsible. You've got to be an adult. With the firearms, you you wouldn't drive the car uh, on the wrong side of the interstate to make your buddy laugh. You you, no. would, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't take something that could clearly cause, you know, death and mayhem just to scare somebody. Yeah, and you wouldn't turn the lights off on the interstate. Yeah. Uh, to prove to your spouse, you could see real well in the dark. Right. Right. Yeah. That's 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 reckless. Yeah. You don't juggle chainsaws. You know. Not unless you're getting paid very well for it and you have a good insurance policy. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You don't exactly. walk into Chipotle with an AK-47 strapped to your back just because you can. Exactly. Be right. smart. Exactly. Because right. we've alluded to it, but intelligence, <laughs> intelligence people, yeah. use it. Use your brain. Yep. Don't act. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that embarrasses gun owners through their behavior. Yeah. Right. You damage all of our reputations, right? You destroy our credibilities when you act like a doofus while in possession of a firearm. And when you see your buddy doing it, and when you see somebody you know, a family member or somebody else, call them on it. Absolutely. Hey, what are you doing here? Get, you're, you're walking around with your gun hanging out of your pocket like that. Oh, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's too big for these shorts. It yeah, makes, it makes, makes my leg hurt. Put it away. Put it away. Don't care Come on. Be responsible. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. see the p3at in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Earl, yes. another good looking crowd we got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never fail to amaze. Yep. These, Doing, these, my the job. Tic- the ticket, Doing my job. Ticket callers. If they wanted to get a hold of us to find out about tickets, how could they get a hold of us? We have a myriad of ways. Look <laughs> at the big brain on him. Myriad. Myriad was actually his second girlfriend in high school, too. Somebody. Start off with your favorite. They can send us a tweet on Twitter, at Arms Room Radio, 
They can give us a call directly here into the Keltech studios at 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. And all of this, hey, 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 you're messing I'm, stuff up. I'm trying to send <laughs> yeah, us an email. Uh-huh, His ADD yeah. is kicking in. Oh, oh gosh. You know, you, you completely freak out the engineers when you do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> all of this is listed for you at armsroomradio.com. Kevin, we had a gentleman. No, it was a, it was a gentlewoman. We had a woman come into the store recently, and she wanted to purchase a firearm. We started to go over with her, you know, the choices and everything that you'd make. She was looking for for a firearm um, for home defense. Uh, she wasn't really looking to conceal at this point. Perhaps in the future she had. As we started to go through the ATF Form 4473, the background, background questionnaire with her, she said, I'm not a convicted felon, but my husband is. What can I still buy the gun? Now, knowing... This is this is the question we this is the question we have for the attorneys in the room. Yes. She's telling us now, I'm going to be taking this firearm home to where a convicted felon is. I'm not a convicted felon. He's a convicted felon. It, it's going to hinge on whether he's on probation or he's on any form of domestic violence injunction, so that. That firearm cannot be anywhere in his home. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and the reason you're saying no probation is because that would be a judge's special order. Right. Can cannot have firearms in the home. That's right. Okay. Uh, domestic violence injunction. Can't have access. Cannot have firearms in the home. Right. No okay. access. Okay. Now, a convicted felon's spouse didn't have their constitutional rights vacated uh, and then have a Democratic governor reinstate just their voting rights but not the rest of them um we'll get into that kind of yeah, that's, that's a different story yeah yeah um but their rights still exist and it's possession of a firearm by a convicted felon that's the crime now therein lies the scrap shoot that the, the scrap shoot the crap shoot that the 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 wife potential purchaser and the husband the convicted felon may face in the future is, is there a reason law enforcement might come to that home? And if law enforcement comes to that home and finds that firearm in a common area or in a part of the bedroom that isn't exclusively the wife's, they may decide to go ahead and pursue that as constructive possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. If they decide to do that, you may prevail at trial. You may get a plea agreement, but you will undoubtedly pay a lawyer or spend some time in jail right. waiting in the public defender's office to resolve that issue for you. If you're the non-offending spouse that's purchased the firearm, I would expect that you'd want to do a couple of things to insulate your convicted felon spouse from liability. To protect both of you, not right. just yourself. Well, protect for, him. First, the easier way Order. is to get rid of the convicted felon as a spouse. <laughs> okay. Let's say that's not an option. <laughs> Max Orlando <laughs> handles divorce work right. as well. Right, right. Uh, it, well, it's, it's always an option. Right. right. Re- upgrading is always an option. 
No, no. No, I'm steadfast in my marriage forever. Your wife's not a convicted felon? No. Um, and she has better guns than you have anyway. Yes, <laughs> but, yes, yes, yes. But we won't even get to that part of India. You, you get a concealed weapons permit, and you carry that firearm on your person the majority of the time so that it is not ever out of your possession. Okay. Except when you're securing it in the evening in one of the speed safes that are available on the market now on your side of your bedroom with some kind of formal agreement between, and I would document this in writing, that that spouse isn't allowed on in this cabinet or on this bedside table. This is an off-limits area for you. Now you're saying for the spouses to come up with a separate agreement banning one from this cabinet here. Right. This here. is this exclusively my only, and you can't come anywhere near it. You can't open it. You can't touch it. You can't look at it. And you know what? If you've gone to that much trouble, law enforcement is probably going to go, okay, yeah, that's probably hers, especially if it's secured in something when it's not on your person. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever said to your wife, dear, this box right here, don't go in it. Never go in it. You can't go in it. Don't go in it. Never go in it. Sure. And you're still living. I am. You're still so so she did not uh, she did not abuse you physically no. to the point where you couldn't uh, didn't have your faculties about you anymore. No, because I, I know if I went to my wife and said, "You see this little spot right here with all this stuff right here? Yeah, you can't. Don't go in it. Biometric go in safe. It. See now that's something that I, I could see that I could see biometric safe. I, well, I could, it, it, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's one of the speed safes. You either know the combination, you're wearing a specific, I mean, they, they now make them with a magnetic wristband that you can wear pretty much all the time. Looks like one of the fit bands that'll open the safe in a moment's notice, or right. it's biometric. No, that's good. I mean, I can see that. I can see that this is my safe, this is whatever, but, you know, it's, it's like telling a little kid, don't don't go in here. Whatever you do. Yeah, that, don't, that don't makes them want to go in there yeah. even more. Yeah. But, yeah. well, a little kid would. But a convicted felon who's looking at doing an, another potentially 25 years in prison, if they go in the cabinet, that might convince them they don't need to go in the cabinet. As, as, a, as a retailer, this person walks in and says, I want to buy this firearm. My spouse is a convicted felon. What about perhaps uh, getting the person that's buying the form or buying the gun to, to sign another piece of paper that says, I understand my... For this is for the protection of the retail agency. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That, that, that's I what I'm curious of. I make them aware of the fact that leaving this firearm unattended in your home's common areas may constitute a violation of the law and result in a in an arrest of your spouse for possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. And then I would probably outline what the current minimum charge and sentence right. could be for that charge. And then also, your intent is to never leave it in their access. You're not intending to defraud the purchaser. You're not intending right. you know, to defraud. I'd it, ask them, the, are you the actual buyer? Is this actually for you? Yes. I'd probably ask them that three times. I would right. also warn them that they may be arrested for conspiracy to provide a firearm to a convicted felon. Correct. Correct. To, to, and, 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 you know, one, clear liability for yourself as the retail establishment mm-hmm. owner. Two, you release the the purchaser from the for, from the liability, and, and three, you know when the police come in the door after whatever the, you know she's moved out and forgotten the gun, and he's got to call somebody and say, 
listen, it's in that box over there, but I'm not going in that box. By the way, here's a letter that says I'm not going in that box. Uh, you know, <laughs> that'd be a great time to call somebody at our office and go, <laughs> you know, my wife moved away and she left a gun here and I'm a convicted felon. Okay, don't hang up. Tell me your address. No, no, no. Go outside, but don't hang up. I'll be right there. Um, because that is almost the only way you're going to get yourself out of that is to surrender it to a court officer. As fa- because if you try to surrender to law enforcement, they're going to tag you. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're just. Mm-hmm. They're just. Thanks yeah. for confessing. Yeah. Let's go. Excuse me, officer. I found these drugs on the street. Can I give them to you? Yeah. Uh, sure, you can. Sure. You can. Yeah. And not turn around. <laughs> That's right. Thanks for letting me know that where you got them, and yeah. now you're under yeah. arrest. Yeah. That's that's a fish in a barrel. Yeah. That's a fish in a barrel. Yeah. That's the old. Catch twenty two in it. All right, okay. So, uh, if if there is hope, if you if you are the spouse of a convicted felon and you want a firearm, there are legal ways for you to purchase the firearm. There are legal ways for the retail establishment to protect themselves. There are legal ways for the convicted felon to protect himself from any wrongful accusations of being in possession of a firearm. The other way is that the spouse that wanted to buy the farm could just not buy the farm skip out, commit a felony. She'd be a convicted felon, too. And now they're both convicted felons, and they don't have to worry about buying a firearm. Yeah, let's go, go get themselves a set of golf clubs. Let's just say, for convenience <laughs> sake, she doesn't have that kind of time. Okay. Uh, and, and she's really just looking to you know, sign a couple pieces of paper. You know, read them first, Alec. Of course. And then you sign always, them. You, you always them. read them. Unlike Mike. Unlike Mike. Oh, I, no, 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 no. Come now, sir. There were names and I, dates. I am the names, reader. dates, signatures. Yeah. I, get, yeah. I get doctor's offices that are so mad at me because they go, do you just want to sign for the HIPAA or do you want to read it first? Oh, no, I'll be reading it first. Well, that's because they're all the same, so you read them each time. You're making them crazy because you've signed that same form four times in the previous visits. Very smart, But no, that's okay. I don't know what somebody in some whiteout's not doing in the back, you know, on on those forms. It's it's the contracts that you go, oh, yeah, here, Alec, (laughs) I I signed this. There were words and signatures, but just take care of it. Now, I will admit, some of the contracts you've brought in are so short (laughs) and so poorly written that that I know nine-year-olds wait. You have a nine-year-old that I yes. thought that could break that contract. <laughs> and, and half of my signatures are signed, don't consent. Right. So, yeah. so, but, but nobody checks. I will take this test. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so there's, there's ways around that, too. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, and we'll see you guys after the break. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. Iraqi officials say two bomb blasts just minutes apart in a popular commercial area have killed 17 people. Police say the two bombs, one of them a suicide car bomb, went off just 10 minutes apart in a busy area of restaurants and coffee shops in the heart of Baghdad. Earlier today, a roadside bomb killed five women and two children in eastern Diyala province. Chants of no justice, no peace, no racist police are echoing, that is, through the streets of Baltimore. Today's march being billed as a victory rally after after a prosecutor charged six officers with felonies in connection with the death of a man they arrested. Freddie Gray died from spinal injuries a week after his April 12th arrest. And congratulations are pouring in from around the world following the birth of a British princess. The eight-pound, three-ounce girl born to Prince William and his wife Kate. Hours later, mother and baby went home from the hospital. President Obama has called to wish the royal family much joy and happiness. This is SRN News. 
We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S dot com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Of the second. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Armstrong Radio, proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio. Army Private First Class James H. Miller IV died January 30th, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Miller, 22, of Cincinnati, Ohio, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 503rd Infantry Regiment, 2nd Infantry Division, Camp Casey, Korea. 
was killed in action of injury sustained when an improvised explosive device detonated near his vehicle in Ramadi, Iraq. Miller was killed while guarding a polling place for the elections. He had been in Iraq for six months and was in the Army nearly two years, said his father, James H. Miller III of Westchester. At least 44 people were killed in violence the same day as millions of people went to the polls in an election. The violence on Sunday included nine suicide attacks, most near polling stations in Baghdad. Two Marines also were killed. The soldier joined the Army after graduating in 2001 from Anderson High School in Anderson Township, another Cincinnati suburb. He went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma for basic training and then trained as a medic at Fort Sam Houston, Texas. He was deployed to Korea for several months before being assigned to Iraq. Soldier is also survived by two brothers, his grandparents, and his stepmother. His mother died in 1999. He loved what he was doing over there, his father said. He really believed in the mission we have over there. Army Private First Class James H. Miller IV, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, you got several ways that you can do that. First, you can give us a call at the office, 407-480-2179. You can reach us at our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Twitter, at MaxLawOrlando. Or you can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Thank you, Alec. Thank you for bringing us back in there. Hey, I don't know if you guys uh, saw this story. Um, I think you did, because I think you pointed it out to me. <laughs> and, and I think you helped me find it. Um, actually, some video from, from this incident, which we will uh, not be able to play you over the radio because you don't it's be video. able to see it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, on April 22nd, a customer at a Kroger, Kroger is a... Uh, convenience store for those that have never heard of it. It's, it's, it's a grocery store. store. It's a grocery store. Oh, gr- gr- grocery store. I'm sorry. I thought it's it's it's, 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 it's Arkansas. It's what it's what, my, it's what my brain saw in my head, but my mouth spit something out different. It, it, I hate it. I've, seen, I've seen that happen. He, yeah, he does before. that a lot. Yeah. He does that a lot. Customer at a Kroger, which is a grocery store in Little Rock, Arkansas, saw an elderly man surrounded by seven people, so he drew his gun and intervened to protect the gentleman. Now we'll get into the. The, uh, the the sharpshooting this uh, towards the end. Let, let me get through the story here because there is some advice we do want to put out to everybody. The group surrounding the elderly man then turned their attention toward the armed customer and implored him to look the other way. According to the local news station, the group kept yelling, this isn't your fight, you need to walk away, and you need to put down your gun. The armed citizen refused to comply and instead kept his gun trained on the group as they fled the scene. The armed citizen, who simply gave his name as Gene, said that he could hear a woman behind him calling 911, and when police arrive, they ascertain that the elderly man was allegedly being assaulted by his nephew uh, at the time that Gene intervened. Gene said, I saw seven people against one guy, and I did not like those odds. Police Sergeant Cassandra Davis commented on the incident by stressing the need for caution in deciding when it is time to pull a gun and intervene. But she made clear, you feel that pulling your weapon or using your weapon would stop an individual from taking your life or an individual's life, then you have the right to do so. The elderly gentleman was bloodied from the attack but refused to press charges. The good news for him is that (laughs) the mob's demand craziness 
uh, pushed to disarm law-abiding Kroger customers failed miserably. And in failing, it left citizens like Gene with the ability to defend their own lives and the lives of others. All right, initial thoughts. Here in this story, initial thoughts. Earl, you're walking through the parking lot, and you see seven dudes around an old guy, and he's, he's, he's bloodied. Well, seven dudes around any one person, whether or not they're old or not, right. uh, something might be up. Well, if it was me, you would just go, I feel bad for the other seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, I want to get a, I want to let, get me, a let, me go, let me go get some popcorn. This That's is going to be good. Yeah. He's old, but he's wiry. <laughs> One of the things that's taught when you do your concealed weapons class is to remember, and we've already said it earlier in the program, is you are not the police. That's right. Okay? You are the citizen. The firearm is there to protect you and your yes, family. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's not even there to protect your property. Mm-mm. It's there to protect you and your family. I have counseled you personally. You, Mike, are not supposed to run toward gunfire anymore. Yeah. Well, that's just old, yeah, old habits. Yeah. I know, you know? but... You have training scars. You have, yes. A, you have a, a child who needs you in their life, and you aren't supposed to be the one running toward the. I'm old. Right. My kids are grown. They have the resources of Alec to You're, take care of them in the future. Yeah. Your kids are pushing you towards the yeah, gunfire. Say, Go Ooh. get them, pops. Yeah. I, I only want to take care of one of your children. Okay. But well, that's in, until I get shot and I've got drive by. Yeah. Uh, you got to be careful about trying to pick the sides in that kind of altercation. There you I go. Mean, imagine how stupid you're going to feel, okay? And, and and I'm not suggesting this is the circumstances at all here, okay? But let's just say you got seven people standing around a guy who looks a little bloody, and they tell you to leave it alone, mind your own business, and law enforcement gets there, and they find out the old guy has walked off with somebody's five-year-old exactly. and won't tell them where it is, okay? Right. Uh you know that you're going to feel kind of yeah, stupid different, different having you know that circumstance dictates everything that you're going to do in that situation, and you don't know what everyone else in that altercation knows. You can very easily pick the wrong person to defend. We talked about a what if scenario in a gun range. Why don't you and Earl describe? What happens in a gun range if you're standing there and you turn around and two people next to you, you're just standing there. You're in position two. The the, the scenario is, and we talk about this all the time, you'll never catch me in an indoor gun range. Uh, Let's say, I'm just going to say five lanes just for convenience sake. Mm -hmm. The door to the entrance is is near lane one. So lane one's near the door, further away from the door as you get further away, two, three, four, five. Let's say you're in. There's a guy in lane five. You try to be polite. You move down to the. You're just like getting on the bus. You you, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. move to the further seat or on an airplane, so people can other people can you know board and don't have to fill in behind over you. you. Yeah. Correct. So there's already somebody in five. You go to four. Somebody comes in behind you in three. Maybe another guy in two. Well, the guy in five decides today's the day. I'm eating my gun. I came here so I could commit suicide and not have to worry about it staining the carpets at home. And he puts the gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. Now, there's four guys in there fighting, firing still. It's bang, bang, pop, pop. It's, you know, it's going crazy. There's all, there's all sorts of noise in there behind you. And all you do is now you look down and you see a guy laying there with, with blood coming from his head. You step back. You look at him and go, wow, this dude just capped himself. <laughs> now guy in lane three steps back. 
and sees you step back, looking looking at guy in lane five, going, "What oh. the hell did you do? Why did you shoot this guy?" And now he starts to pull his gun on you. No, 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 I didn't. And now, and no one can hear anything. Right, no one can hear anything. Exactly. We're shooting. Now, guy in lane two comes back and goes. What the hell is going on over here? We got some sort of active gunfight and draws down on everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, here comes the range staff running in because they see four guys pointing guns at each other, and there's a guy bleeding out from one to the head on the floor. Now, the police are coming in, and they see six guys shooting at each other, reporting. <laughs> you know, this is, I mean, this Recalling is modern day OK Corral. Yes, exactly. This is, this is why I won't go to an indoor gun range. But getting off that, you're back on topic... You, you better be darn sure what you're looking at before you decide That's to right. pull a gun. Understanding yeah. what is going on in the circumstance that took place a moment before you became aware of the event mm-hmm. makes an enormous amount of difference. It, it just You just don't know what's going on. That's why you've got to be really careful. Now, if you've watched it develop, you're situationally aware, and you've been watching these people interact, and you see it beginning to progress, sure. that's a different set of yeah. circumstances. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you got a light, and he, he goes to give him a cigarette, and they punch him in the face and take his wallet. Right. That's different than they're, they're, they're standing around a guy with a bloody nose. Because right. like you said, that could be the where's the baby, where's right. the baby kind it, of scenario. It, it, there's no telling yeah. what's going on. You've got to be really careful about stepping into, because remember, that's what you're doing. You're stepping into the shoes of the person who can't defend themselves and you're assuming that responsibility. If that person didn't have the right to defend themselves, you don't have the right to defend them either. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Biflow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Woo. I tell you what, sometimes the time just flies by. Mm-hmm. We had a good show for you today. We we're glad you stuck around with us. We've been wanting to do this for two weeks now. We got a segment. We just, uh, you just been so many topics going on. So many things been thrown at us. Hadn't had a chance to fill it in. You know, wanting to get to callers and getting to uh, getting to emailers and then uh, tweeters and and everything else. But uh, we've been wanting to do some product review. We got some products to review when we were at the NRA show three weeks ago. Uh, the first uh, set of products that we're going to take the privilege of talking to you about is from a company called Tough Products. Earl, Earl spell that one out for me so I make sure Tough. we got it right. T-U-F-F, Tango, Uniform, Foxtrot, Foxtrot. T-U-F-F Products.com? Yes. Toughproducts.com. So if you happen to be near some sort of a, uh, you know, social media, internet, uh, web browsing device, uh, you can go ahead computer, and... Computer, uh, smartphone, uh, Yeah, one of those tablet. Things. One of the, yeah, those, those. Yeah. That's what okay. I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you happen to be near one of those, you can look up Tough Products. The first one, and I get it, I get, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giddy. This mm-hmm. product has been wonderful. I have had, uh, I've had some by others, but this one's great. If you go over to... EDC, which is uh, Everyday Carry, uh, under EDC Concealed Carry Holsters, is is the product I'm going to be talking about. It is called the Rue Roo, or the Junior Rue Roo Pocket Holster. And I'm and, and from what the uh, the young lady explained to us, Rue because it's an internal pocket. It's like a kangaroo's kangaroo. internal like kangaroo's pocket. Pouch. Kangaroo's pouch. Exactly the pouch. Mm-hmm. Although this is more of in my pocket, not near my. And- yeah, but you know yeah. why you know why they're talking about it with the pouch is not only does it take the firearm in the main part of the holster, it has that little it has a, it has secondary a, it has, section. It has a little cup. Yes, mm-hmm. this this mm-hmm. is this is designed 
if if you if you'll uh, lend me your brain while I while I while I fill your ears. Oh, he's is, getting descriptive. This is a this is a uh, about four or five inches wide at the base, uh, about two to three inches high on one side, and the other side goes up about five inches. It's a holster with a sewn strip down the middle to fit the the firearm into, and then beyond the sewn strip. Is a is a is another smaller pouch, big enough to put a magazine in. If you had say a, a 380 uh, or, or, or smaller type firearm, a, a human size pistol. Human size pistol. Not, I, not like what you carry. I carry I carry a, a you know a much uh, a more powerful firearm. It's not much bigger. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying it's much more powerful. Yeah, it's just that uh, it doesn't carry a human size magazine like my right root, right now, my you, room. You know, I carry a small pocket 45, um, and the, the 45 rounds won't won't fit in here. And, and I carry a big 380. <laughs> correct, correct. Now, what I can do, and then without st- so I don't have to stick a magazine in here, is this will hold uh, four or five more rounds of 45 ammo. It will. I could put them in there individually, or uh, I can carry a full mag. You can carry the full mag. Uh, or so, if you're using a revolver, you can do a uh, exact speed, speed strip. Speed, put a speed strip in there. And that's what I've done and, is put a speed and, strip in with 45 and rounds. tough carries mm-hmm. speed strips. Mm-hmm. They do. Yes, they do. So this, with this one, I carry a, uh, it's a, uh, the, the gun of the day is a AMT double action 45, yeah, a nice, but he had nice stainless and gun. <laughs> well, listen, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a 45 and I love a stainless gun and uh, they made, they had them both in one package. So And it's magnetic. It is magnetic. <laughs> we did learn that. That's yeah, another product review we'll be doing in the future. Uh so this this uh, this material that this is made of, for those of you that have had pocket holsters before, say like the Uncle Mike's, and I was a very big fan of the Uncle Mike's because it it did its job as far as uh, destroying the the print or the outline of the firearm on your pants. You couldn't see what it was. You you knew that well this guy may have had his phone in his pocket or he may have had a uh, his wallet in his front pocket, but it, it destroyed the outline of the firearm, so you didn't know that. This one, and I've been wearing it for about three weeks now since we got yeah, it. Yeah, since we got it, yeah. It, it, it has already taken on the the curved form uh, of my pocket, uh, of my of my leg, so it hugs it. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't have a corner that sticks out, that, that protrudes out. It's already molded itself to the firearm, uh, you know, akin to a, to a soft kydex, you know, that, that, that continues to fold. It's it, not the material. It's not... It's the, the, not sticky, but it's right. almost sticky. It's it's like mm, I'll tell you what. For those that have ever worn a uh, like military a, uniforms or a work uniform, you have the on the inside of the waistband, and you have to tuck your shirt in. Mm-hmm. It has like a mm, almost rubberized like a, like a rubber strip right. that would be inside the waistband, and it would it would keep your shirt from rising up out of your pants. Ne- um, neoprene. It's yeah, it's like a neoprene. It's a little. But it's not. It's not. It's not quite as tough ne- as neoprene. Neoprene's softer than this stuff. Okay. So this this stays in your pocket. You can you can comfortably withdraw the firearm from the holster without the holster coming out of the oh, pocket. No, you you got to mean to get the holster out of your pocket. Yes. <laughs> you, yeah. This you pull that pistol out of your pocket. Your pistol is going to come by itself. This isn't. You got to really mean to pull this out of your pocket. Yes. Uh, they they come in. Multiple sizes. Kevin and I they, had to try a couple of different firearms with them. Ten different sizes. Ten different sizes. Yeah, uh, I'm carrying a 13, and I think you're carrying a 12. I've got the size 12, which fits the, again, it's a, 
a, well, I, I guess the best way to describe it is a full-size compact. Yeah, you know? pretty much. It's the, Let it's, me just it's give the, you a, qu- a quick, little, go ahead. Go ahead, quick little rundown here. They're saying the 10 different sizes, it runs from size 10 to 19. 10 fits a J-frame, 11 LCP, car P380, a kel P32, or a 3 Alpha Tango. Uh, see. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. Guy. 12 fits a, let's see, I did 12. 13 fits a car, a 9 or 42, a Keltec PF9. 14 fits a Bursa 380. Size 15 is a Beretta Tomcat or a Smith & Wesson 950. 16 goes all the way up to a Judge, the poorest Judge. Whew, that's a big <laughs> pocket carry. That's a big guy wearing that, that in his pocket. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big pocket. You know what? You know what? That's the thigh rig. Yeah. That's the drop leg. That's that uh, cargo pocket. Yeah. Size 17 car P380. Uh, 18, size 18 goes up to a car P380 with a Crimson Trace laser. Uh, size 19, then we're up to a Keltec PF9 with a Crimson Trace laser. So you can have a pretty good size pocket carry. Yeah, I'm carrying a bodyguard in a 13, and mm-hmm. it probably would fit a 12 a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That, that's about the only thing I would I would say on these is as they as they wear in and start to fit, uh, that maybe the size smaller might work, um, or you may have to uh, drop a stitch in the bottom of it if you wanted to snug it up around uh, the the barrel or the muzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, mine is just is fitting here perfectly. I think Kevin, the one you have, just might be a size off. But for, for the for my bodyguard, I think yeah. it is. It, it's probably. But I like the way it fits because it it drops it all the way down inside of it. It covers right. it covers that shrouded hammer completely. Yeah, you don't even have the outline of the uh, of the of the, the grip and the magwell no, on it, yours. It disappears completely. So these are a these are a wonderful wonderful product. What's the retail on these ones, Earl? Twenty one dollars. Yeah, that's simple. Again, toughproducts.com. T u f f products.com. You could start to take a look at these. These are something that. After we've had the uh, the eval on them now, we're uh, the T and E period testing evaluation. I'm sure uh, Arms Room and uh, and Always Armed will uh, will start carrying these pretty soon too. The uh, the stores and our uh, affiliates. Uh, Kevin, you got something else that you've had the, the opportunity to, to test I've, them out on? I have been looking for something to use. I have a I have a uh, I have a, a, a condition. That I think you refer to as the sugar as, diabetes, as, as Mr. Wilfred Brimley would call it. <laughs> the sugar you, you, you got the diabetes, and and I am I am a user of insulin and, and various other medications in the treatment of that condition, and I was looking for something that I could put uh, all of those medications in and carry very much like an IFRAC, but with also having what's an IFRAC, Kevin? Uh, an individual first aid kit, uh, because that's the only first aid I really need anymore. Is uh, is the sugar diabetes. I I don't really have chest wounds that suck air. Um, Thank you for phrasing it that way. He's been Walters. on radio for a little that, while. That's for Mr. Walters because he's always afraid I'm going to say something the wrong way. For, for those but, that don't know the backstory on him, uh, when uh, Mr. Maxwell was a guest on the Mark Walters show, he excitedly said, "Sucking with an S, Sierra chest wound," and Mr. Walters thought he said something else and and called me later about to have an absolute heart attack yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, he was going to be hearing from the people that regulate the airways. <laughs> but, but the upside of this device in, it is that it is basically an individual first aid kit that because it takes Velcroed inserts, uh, I can put 
the very syringes I use, uh, the dose pens, um, inside of them, and they're maintained quite rigidly, it also leaves me uh, space to carry um, basically glucose tablets uh, in what is basically an elastic band on the back of the carrier that probably was originally designed for a flashlight. And it's got all my blood testing supplies in the front end in a small pocket that includes my meter, uh, my tabs, and my lancets, and still has enough room in it for any other medications that I might want to carry. So multiple-purpose pouch. You happen to use it as your, your individual medical kit. It, it, it Everything fits in there nice. I, I can see what you're saying where the... the those uh, those individual pockets sleeve up and out. You've got you could put it on a, a belt if you want to. Yeah, it's got a very you can robust, molly mount it. Yep, it's got you, a very you, robust belt clip that I right. and I basically clip it to the outside of my briefcase. There you I go. I can't leave this stuff in my car because it's not good for the medication. So I towed it around in the courthouse with me. Retail Earl. Uh, I'm looking for it. We stumped it. them. I'm looking for All it. right, take a look at it at toughproducts.com. T-U-F-F products.com. And uh, I think that's about it, guys. I think we're done for the week. So please, if you will, remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.